How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with the Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. It is Tuesday here on this show, and we got a lot to talk about here today. SummerSlam was Saturday, the SummerSlam post-Monday Night Raw edition was last night, and... Uh, they kind of sort of set some things up. They teased some things. I think we might be going perhaps somewhat of a different direction than what they teased, but we'll talk about that when we do the world-famous Raw Report later. And, of course, tonight it is quite the episode. What the heck's going on outside? Quite the episode of NXT tonight. If you're a fan of famous luchadors... Well, have I got a show for you. Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley against Dragon Lee with Rey Mysterio in his corner is the main event. And I would expect that this show is going to do a very, very good number. They've done some uh, excellent numbers with main roster talent on the show of late. And Rey Mysterio going to NXT to corner Dragon Lee against his own son with Rhea Ripley in the Judgment Day there. I expect that to do very good numbers. AW is tomorrow, and we have a number of segments announced for the show. We've got some ratings to talk about here. Not a lot to talk about in terms of SmackDown and Rampage. But man, that collision number, it was going head-to-head with SummerSlam. And of course, SummerSlam did over 2 million viewers on Peacock, which was close to the all-time record for a WWE pay-per-view. And uh, things are only going to get as difficult or more difficult coming up this fall. We'll tell you about that. Plus, AW, Max, Roman Reigns injured, Brock Lesnar out of action for a while. Matt and Nick talk blood and guts. Tons more. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Some 
days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, if you're watching on Twitch, that match that you saw during the break a couple of uh, weeks ago, I believe it's the Wrestling Magazine Twitter account put up a Ring Around the Northwest issue where the headline story was Brian Alvarez quietly retires. (laughs) I retired for the first time 20 years ago. As I've mentioned many times, I've been retiring for longer than, uh, I don't know, man, looking at AEW roster. I've been retiring longer than a lot of them have been wrestling. 
and uh, I've actually I've been I've been retiring longer than uh, than Nick Wayne has even been alive. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that match that you saw during the break was why. That was the hair match that I had with Vinny. The absolute dirt worst pile of trash match ever. And, uh, and I was done afterwards. Quit. Just absolutely quit. I don't only, I don't only quit wrestling, but like I didn't even go to the gym anymore. I just quit everything. I was so... And I, I managed to edit together what you saw to make it look like it might be actually maybe okay. But it wasn't. It was absolutely, ponderously, horrifically terrible. Anyway... I'm going to uh, I'm going to shut the chat off for this next part here because I don't know if people get mad about this or not, but I'm just going to tell you what 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 uh, what the story is here. Uh-oh. So, yeah, Collision got killed. Okay, and granted, I think everybody knew that it was going to uh, going to take a beating, but uh, Collision actually lost to Rampage. Rampage beat Collision this week. Rampage did 434,000 viewers. And a point one four, and Collision did four hundred and seventeen thousand viewers and a point one three, so they actually lost to Rampage. Now, thing is, you know, Saturday night, it's a great night for fighting. Now how the song goes, Saturday nights, whatever. But you know what, Saturday night is not good for. I mean, there's so much competition, and wait till this fall. Okay, this fall is going to be. It's going to be brutal, okay? But this is this is honestly what I took away from this. And this is not, let me make this clear, this is not a burial of collision. It is not a burial of AEW. It is just something that I've been thinking about for a while, and this, to me, was evidence of it. So, you know, I've been talking for a long time about ab- how absolutely horrific WWE was from about 2018 to 2020. This was, this was WCW-level... WWE. It was absolutely horrible. I hated it. It was nothing made sense. It was the worst show in 20 years is what it was. And uh, this period was the perfect, absolutely perfect period for a rival promotion to kick off. And AEW kicked off in 2019 and they were like, boom, out of the gate. Okay. Now, a lot of the reason for that was because WWE had run off double-digit like percentages of viewers year over year. It was horrible. These people hated the company. They wanted an alternative. If there wasn't an alternative, they were going to quit. All right? So, this worked out great. AW, I think at the very beginning, picked up a lot of people that were absolutely positively done with WWE. Now, here we are in 2023, and AEW viewership still has a lot of people that will not watch WWE. There's a lot of them in our chat right now. But the reality is that WWE programming over the last year has improved dramatically. Their numbers are now up year over year, and that is not all brand new viewers. They have brought back some of the people that quit during that 2018 to 2020 period. And that is evidenced by the collision number because about a third of their audience chose to watch SummerSlam over Collision. Is this a disaster? No! Okay? 
But what I am saying here is that the AEW audience now has a percentage of the audience that will watch a WWE pay-per-view over Collision. I don't think that was the case three years ago. I think if if you had a Dynamite going up head-to-head against, uh, I don't know, whatever, I think your AEW fans would have watched AEW, and your WWE fans would have watched WWE. But there is a larger crossover now. There is a larger number of the AEW audience percentage that will watch a WWE pay-per-view over Collision. And the problem is this coming uh, this coming fall, when your options are going to be WWE pay-per-views once a month, UFC pay-per-views once a month, all of the sports competition. I mean, these Saturday the Saturday show is going to struggle, and uh, and this was the first real indication of what we're looking like or we're looking at here in the fall. I mean, we're going to have a lot more numbers like this, and it's not CM Punk's fault, it's not Tony Khan's fault. It's not AEW. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just telling you that there's going to be very strong competition, and this show is going to suffer a lot as a result of that. And WWE pay-per-views are, are once, a, once a month, going to be part of that strong competition. You took a very studious way to get there, pointing out the people who are not WWE fans who happen to be AEW fans, but the bottom line is there's always been a lot of crossover, I would say, Eight out of ten AEW fans have some affinity for WWE or at least have some knowledge of it or they watch it or pay attention to it because that's what they grew up with in all likelihood. There's probably one person out there out of God knows how many that the only wrestling they've ever seen in their entire life has been Impact or something like that. But there is a big crossover. And back three years ago, AEW was the hot new thing. WWE was, as you explained, very boring, very passe. Now the tide has turned. AEW has not been hot. They've had some good things going on, but certainly over the last 18 months, they've certainly gone downhill in a lot of ways. Whereas WWE and this Bloodline storyline not only has sparked wrestling fans, it has crossed over and brought in a lot of people who may have been a little bit lapsed or people who are on the fence or people who won't publicly admit to watching WWE. Those people are watching WWE and they happen to be hot. AEW's not right now. WWE puts on a SummerSlam pay-per-view directly opposite it. There was no way for this number to go, you know, with the amount of competition that they usually face as well. This one was bad because if you look at no matter what happens, as long as they're in the top five when it comes to 18 to 49 on a Saturday, good. They were 16th. They got absolutely wrecked this week. So not a good feeling when it comes time for the fall and UFC does have a big fight boxing has their once, you know, twice a year big fight taking place. You have some other, some other stuff happening. You have the NF, I'm sorry, the college football at that point kicking in full gear. It is going to be a rough road some weeks when it comes to this show. Well, we got uh, shows coming up here. NXT tonight, Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley against Dragon Lee with Rey Mysterio for the NXT North American title. I wonder if we'll get a title change here. I think that segment's probably going to do big numbers. This may be the highest-rated NXT of the year tonight, actually. We have Noam Dar against Tyler Bate for Noam Dar's fake Heritage Cup trophy, which, if they let them have an actual wrestling match, this match should be awesome. Tyler Bate and Noam Dar. 
We've got Braun Breaker and Von Wagner in a mean guy match. We have Ollie versus Axiom, which, uh, again, if they give them time and let them do a match, Ollie and Axiom, that should be a great match. Ilya Dragunov and Trick Williams. You know, if you're a fan of brutality, have I got a match for you? Holy smokes. Ivy Nile and Kiana James. Blair Davenport and Kalani Jordan. And the return of Tiffany Stratton. Well, with so, everything you just named there, the two matches that should get time should have ample time because plenty of those other ones should go pretty short. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Back in a moment with the Dynamite lineup, Wrestling Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 
30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, BB, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I mean, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. We got some stubborn people on the chat. Listen, you guys can like whatever you want, but you didn't like, there was not one single solitary thing on SummerSlam. I mean, for crying out loud, I can find something. Hey, think about this. I can find something I like on NWA TNA. Think about that. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. this NWA TNA that we're going to review tonight, you know, for those of you that uh, remember NWA TNA, uh-huh. there was a there was a, a famous segment that involved a uh, little person mm. in a trash can mm-hmm. pleasuring himself, and uh, and people have been talking about it for like twenty one years now. Or doing the Dusty Rhodes impression of the promo. Wait till you get to that. That was classic. And I uh, and I watched it, and it was like, okay, it was stupid. But, like, that's what we've been talking about for 21 years. It was like, of all the things, I don't know. And then, you know, then, like, three shows later, the same little person shows up with a handgun. Mm-hmm. He pulls a gun on Jeff Jarrett. Nobody talks about that. Well... And I think the reason nobody talks about it is because they'd all quit watching by then. But tr- trust me, the little person pulling a gun on Jeff Jarrett was miles and miles worse than the little fella in the trash can. Okay. Mm. Now, there's other things. You yeah, know, so people you talk. Stick around long enough to get to Pac-Man Jones. People talk about cheeks. You know. Uh-huh. Hey, it's just a big, heavy guy that did a squash. I realize they had a dark match that was a disaster, but like, if you only watched the, if you weren't in the building, it's, uh, you know, whatever. It was he was just a big dude that uh, squished people, mm-hmm. so that's fine. But I will say this: the Dup Cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Dup Cup is somewhat. Uh, Somewhat famous. Would you like to explain them? Bowed up and no, I don't want to explain it. Cousin Puck. But my point is, my point is that the Dup Cup was not just worse than I remembered. Mm. Okay, it was not just worse than I remembered, but it was worse than I remembered by like infinity. I mean, it may as well be infinity. Because as I was watching it, you know, I came to the conclusion that it might be the worst thing I have ever, ever, ever seen in professional wrestling. And think about all the terrible things that I've seen in pro wrestling. That segment might be the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Now, there was a segment during the Dup Cup, as we'll get to tonight, where uh, you got points if you attacked Sarah Lee. Is that her name? Yes. Sarah, the ticket-taken lady? Like, you would get points to attack an elderly woman in the, in the Dup finest. Cup. Okay. So they, uh, so, so, you know, they, they go to get her, and, and she responds by opening the door, 
and uh, and beating them up with a broom. And she chased them all the way through the crowd. And she was so great. She was so great that maybe the Dup Cup was not actually the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling. It may be number two. I'd have to think really hard to think what number one might be. But it's so horrible. And uh, it's horrible enough, by the way, that uh, that Craig sent a group text to everybody. And he said a very naughty thing about this show, which is quite out of character for Craig. So anyway, Brian and Benny show tonight, WrestlingObserver.com. <laughs> we'll review the show in detail. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, that's the story. Wait till God. you have the Johnsons running in there, and they're oh, we already saw the Johnsons with Mortimer Plumtree. Yeah, we already—they're long gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's another one. It's like, yeah, they got a stupid name, they got stupid outfits, but really, it was just like big jacked-up dudes doing squashes. Oh. I mean, I don't—I've lived through a lot in the last twenty-one years. You know, that was low on my list of stupidest things in wrestling. Well, you still just have a, a dumb idea that they dropped. Watching this show, a lot of aging is going to happen. And then we had, uh, then we have Dynamite Wednesday. We have Akaru Shida versus Anna J, AW Women's Title. We have a Jericho Appreciation Society mandatory meeting. We have the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. MJF and Adam Cole will make an appearance. John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli versus Penta and Ray Phoenix. And Jack Perry will defend the FTW title against Rob Van Dam in 2023. Why that's not? the show. Why not? Hey, that's where I figured it was going. I mean, it seems obvious. Rob's one of the only guys still able to move from that time period. I mean, we saw how Sabu was out there. So if they were going to do a tease like this, I hate to say it, but it's true. You start doing a body count. And you go through the people that are have left us, and then you go through the rest of the people where who could actually pull this off physically at this point. And I got to be honest with you, and I hate to say this, but those last couple of Rob Van Dam appearances that I remember him making were not stellar at all. So hopefully there is a lot of reliance on... I guess the hits, but even the hits are scary to me considering the type of bumps that Rob Van Dam has taken and the type of damage that he's talked about uh, that's happened to him in the last couple of years and being more open about that stuff. So, you know, hopefully this works for what they want it to be. Let's check this out here. Oh, I got something to ask you. What's that? I know uh, Carlos is still alive and everything, but are you in the market for a father? Who, Who would my father be? Well, maybe Christian, because listening to him on on Collision, it certainly sounded like that he was willing to take Nick Wayne into the fold, possibly maybe here after this thing with Darby Allen. Well, you know, I got a father. What would Buddy think about that? And would that make Nick a somehow some a fourth generation, a third and a half generation? How do I, I don't think I don't think adoption counts. Oh, in, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, All right, let's see here. So. Uh, Find it. Rob Rob Van Dam in ECW. When did he feud? Jerry Lynn with Sabu. Oh, because uh, I tell you actually, what, as you're looking for that, he and Jerry Lynn during the era where they were on TNN, and there were not many high points. Don Callis was not a high point on commentary, but you know what? Jerry Lynn and Rob Van Dam still were on a on a show that was just losing people by the week. 
Let's see. The last time that Rob Van Dam and Sabu had a match in ECW together or... was uh, February five, two thousand, and uh, January. They were they were feuding in the year two thousand. So uh, Hook would have been one. Wow. Rob Van Dam and Sabu were having their famous feud in ECW. Hook was one. Which means he was now not they will be wrestling alive here. with one of my favorite RVD matches at that time. It doesn't hold up in hindsight, but during that year, it was one of my favorites. It was Heat Wave 98. It was RVD and Sabu against Jinsei Shinzaki. Uh, the former Hakushi, all in his in full Japanese gear, the pants, the tattoos all over the body, just awesome. Jinsei Shinzaki and Hayabusa, and it's sloppy now in hindsight, but I at the time then that match kicked so much butt, it was great. wasn't even alive then; he was a negative. wasn't even a twinkle in his father's eye. My lord, when's the last time that RVD challenged for the FTW title? Did he ever challenge Taz for that title at any point? Trying to uh, look through here because I got to go way far back. But uh, among the matches that occurred before Hook was born Rob Van Dam, Balls Mahoney, Rob Van Dam, Jerry Lynn, Rob Van Dam, Lance Storm, Rob Van Dam and Sabu versus Shane Douglas and Taz before Hook was born. Rob Van Dam and One Man Gang, RBD and Bam Bam Bigelow. Rob Van Dam and Sabu yeah. against Axel Rotten and Balls, yeah. Cronus. 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 My Lord. Yeah. All of these things happened before Hook was even born. Hook and now Hook. he will be facing Rob Van Dam. He's the post-Baldi's era, the VCW Hook is. All right, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, AW's domestic broadcast partner, set to launch live sports streaming on its Max platform in the fall. According to a report, CNBC, citing sources familiar with the matter, stated WBD is targeting an October launch for a sports tier on the streaming service. Coincide with the MLB playoff season. Report claims the sports tier of Max will utilize a Bleacher Report branding. Mm. CNBC report does not mention AEW potential content noted as MLB, NHL, college sports, and NBA pending a rights deal. States that initially the new tier. I really do. States that initially the new tier of the Max service will concentrate on simulcasting live sports events alongside traditional cable. During a Warner Brothers Discovery second quarter earnings conference call last week, Mike's main man David Zaslov noted on sports streaming that customers would quote hear from us on that soon. You go hear from my backhand soon, Zaslov. If we're ever in the same room together, I got a lot of things I don't like about you. But let me. Tell if you're you in the same room together. You're gonna one. backhand David Zaslov, dude. Backhand David Zaslov. I don't care. I don't care. What David Zaslov is. <laughs> you know they're gonna do the ESPN thing with the branding on Bleacher Report, like ESPN does on ABC. Okay, I'm fine with that. Even though. Bleacher Report, you know, it's like Impact could have used some new branding because people still think TNA. Hate to say it, that's how it works. The Bleacher Report branding on this is no good. On top of the fact that you go and you roll all of this out now and you're doing it for football and baseball and your basketball and all that stuff, but you're still going to take the people's money. A hundred bucks for all in and all out. Shame on you, David Zaslow. <laughs> that's not David's fault. Back in a moment, Observer Live. 
Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, 24-pack Crayola crayons and marble comp books are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50 cent offers limit 30 and end 826. Comp books in-store only. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Would you like me to go on Should with mention... my list of grievances for David Zaslav? No, no. Right. You have all day tomorrow with Lance. Fair enough. You guys can do a show full of grievances. Lance would never have any grievances towards anything or express any frustrations about things. Roman Reigns, according to Dave, is injured. Or he got injured during the match on Sunday. He doesn't know what it is. Only heard that he worked the match hurt. And uh, it happened early in the match. But he is scheduled to be 
on SmackDown this coming Friday. So uh, presumably he is going to be all right. There's a Hail to the Chiefs segment announced for SmackDown on Friday. I love how these all have some fancy name. This week it is the rules of engagement. This week it is the history of tribal combat. Well, to Which, be by the fair, way, yeah. tribal combat was just like a match. That's what it was. No DQs. To be fair, don't these shows have titles that are put up there? I, I forget. I don't check the screen guide often anymore to see. But aren't these shows titled anyway? So now they're just being more out in front with it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you want to do the world-famous Raw Report? Not really. I'm trying to think of a way to do this because I, I review these same shows over and over and over again. It hurts, doesn't it? And it kind of gets monotonous. Mm. I don't like uh, I don't like repeating my material, but uh, maybe Not I should quit some shows. You want you this show? This should show? I quit this? Yeah. What, wrestling you want a five life? days a week without me? All right. Yeah. I'll think about it. Can we talk? Well, about anyway, money? Cody came out to open up the show. Wait a second. And uh, I'll. You know what? Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. I'll just do the report. Cody comes out and uh, talks about Brock Lesnar, who acknowledged him. And they hold up the big sign, Roman's Biggest Nightmare. So they're clearly going in that direction. They, they got a close-up of that one. But then Seth comes out after Cody says that he could beat anybody. And, you know, he says, if you can beat anybody, well, let's just try it. And uh, Seth Rollins comes out first with the Judgment Day. Finn Balor ends up attacking Seth. Brawl breaks out. Sami Zayn's music hits. He comes down to make the save. Sets up a six-man for later. <laughs> I just did this report yesterday. Mm. I got to come up with a new idea for this thing. You know what I'm saying? Do it on Why don't you way. review Raw? No, because I don't want to. All right. Stupid. Fine. It's a silly show. It's, it's not hours. a stupid show. No, it was too long. Look, it, it has too stupid long. segments, and that's unfortunately the case when you have a three-hour show is oftentimes, no matter how good it is, you get some stuff that doesn't hit. And when some of that stuff doesn't hit, it really doesn't hit. And it's painful, and it's a waste of time. You know, we can consolidate this show. I mean, we really could do this review in about five minutes each week unless it, you know, bears some other other type of fruit to talk about. I don't like to disappoint our loyal listeners. I don't know if you'll be disappointing them. Did you anyway, let's just cut up? to the chase here. So right. Sami Zayn ends up getting jumped later on in the show. I was trying to give you time for an idea. Actually, God, everything. Else. You know what's funny is like everyone makes fun of the show, but all of this stuff ties together. All right. Yeah. So anyway, we'll just go through this. We have As a six a man. Should should it not? We have a six man be... announced for the main event. Okay. Everything's got to be Twin Peaks. Then we have uh, Ciampa, Riddle, and Gable, and Ricochet meeting with Pierce. Pierce notes, y'all lost. Y'all had a rough week. But you know what? I'm going to give you guys another chance. Four-way. Winner of this match gets Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Now, this was stupid in the sense that the match they had was great. It was Ricochet, Riddle, Ciampa, and Gable. It's Gable, uh, you know, he's from uh, he's from Minnesota. He's Everyone loves him. He ends up winning... He celebrates with his, his kid who's got his little tiny singlet and, and ear gimmicks on. Everybody's all happy. But, dude, I saw this match last Monday and Gunther beat the death out of him. So why did you do that if he's now going to get a shot at Gunther for the title? Because I didn't think Can you imagine Tuesday. if he beats him 
and and Honky's no. record ends up intact. No. no. Could happen, dude. No. Could happen. Oh my god. Honestly, the man's not does, even in the Hall of Fame, is he? Does anybody have an issue with Chad Gable beating Gunther for the title in a great match? Anybody? Yes. And saving Honky's record? No. What? Uh, all right. I still have Ricky Steamboat problems from 1987 about all of this stuff and and natural Butch Reed problems because the story always goes Butch Reed didn't show up and then Hulk said, "What about him, brother?" and looked over at Honky and Honky got the shot. And I love Butch Reed and I love Ricky Steamboat. No. Come on, Gunther. Wow. Well, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Bronson Reed didn't have a lot of heat early, but they worked hard, and by the end, they got the crowd into it. And Nakamura ends up uh, avoiding the tsunami, which is very, very important here in Cannon Beach as well. And uh, he hit the Kinshasa to the back of the head and another to the front and got the pin, which led to a segment later. Raquel still not cleared. Ludwig Kaiser hit on Maxine. She wanted nothing to do with him, but it set up a match with Otis for later. We had a Becky promo where she's talking about the match with Trish next week. Zoe comes out, and as Zoe is sitting there talking about how she's the toughest woman in the division, the actual toughest woman in the division currently comes out. It's Shayna Baszler. She looks like she got hit by a truck. She's got this giant purple thing underneath her. She can barely move. She goes, I ran Ronda Rousey out of the territory. I'm the toughest woman here. And Becky's like, I got an idea. How about you two fight right now? And so they end up doing the match. Shayna ends up beating Zoe. She's so now wack, using dude. Ronda's finish, the Piper's oh. Pit. Got the pin with that. You forgot about Zoe saying, I'm, I'm going to run you out of here like Ronda Rousey was. It, this was not. Stop Hell, doing she didn't. this to her. No. She beat her. Then they had a segment backstage where uh, Finn Balor is chatting with old J.D. McDonough. He says he's known for 20 years. So apparently J.D. showed up to train when he was 13. And Priest walks up, and they get in this big argument, and Rhea has to keep him apart and tell him to get on the same page. And then this slimy J.D. says, you know, probably not my place to speak. But seems to me that briefcase is coming between the two of you. So, Priest, maybe you should just get rid of it. And Finn smirks, walks off with JD, and Priest is like, You little! So I think we can all see where this is going. Byron's with Shinsuke, and JD McDonough suddenly attacks Sammy. Sammy has a uh, inflamed bursa sack. That sounds horrible. Looks worse. His elbow is like this big. It's like the His size elbow. of your your own fist on the back of the uh, the elbow. elbow Absolutely disgusting. It. it does. Yeah. So uh, he's put out of action, which leads to Nakamura offering to team with the baby faces. And this numbskull Seth Rollins falls for it hook, line, and sinker. He's the only guy in the building that can't see where this is going. Probably because he's wearing those stupid yellow banana sunglasses and walking around on balloons like he's going to go to the moon. Miz did a promo. L.A. Knight interrupts. And, uh, you know, Dave was, uh, he was right about this. You know, the, the, the thing about Miz is 
Miz can, like, talk in the sense that he can say words in a professional manner. But he never says anything that's like, man, I can't wait to see these two guys have a match. Well, him and L.A. Knight actually had an excellent back and forth. And there's still something about The Miz where when he tries to do that that serious, angry face, he's still got Miz's face. And so you're like, I can't take this guy seriously. Looks like he... Look like he's, well, the last he's... time that you saw him upset was the night before, complaining about the fact he didn't have any Mike's Hard Lemonade. Well, he's uh, he's angry at L.A. Night. I've been here for 20 years. Look at you. He actually had a great line, which is, you strip away everything from me. You take away my wife. You take away my stardom, my charisma. What do you get? You get L.A. Night. <laughs> You're an Attitude-era fanboy cosplaying in the ring. And I was like, wow. That's pretty good. Wow. Like it, Mike. And L.A. Knight claims, you know, I've been going for 20 years, but I was on the outside looking in because guys like you, man, they'll beat you up and kick you out of the locker room and you'll just take it. But a guy like me ain't going to take it. I'm dangerous. Well, I'm finally here right now, and I'm going to use you as a stepping stone. Just like and Mrs. the NWA. Furious at this. And so L.A. said, prove me wrong. So, of course, Miz acts like he's going to leave. But then he jumps the guy. But Knight avoids the beating. He avoids his skull-crushing finale. He lays him out with the, uh, let's be honest, the Stone Cold Stunner and uh, leaves him laying. This was a great segment. This was a legitimate great segment with the Miz. Viking Raiders called out anybody. It's the return of the New Day. And they beat them. Kofi was out for a long time with an ankle injury. But, man, he came back. He's doing springboards. He's doing dives. He's doing the whole nine yards. Looked great. And uh, it was good for what it was. They're back. We had uh, Judgment Day against Cody, Seth, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And story of this match is they get the heat on old Nakamura for a while. He tags in Seth. They get the heat on him for a while. He tags in Cody. Cody's making this big hot tag. And then Priest, as Cody is going for the crossroads, on Finn, by the way, Priest saves Finn, as he's been doing repeatedly. He hits Cody with the briefcase behind the ref's back. Sammy runs down, he attacks Priest. The briefcase ends up in the ring. Finn grabs the briefcase, but Seth super kicks it into his face. Cody hits the crossroads, gets the pin. And then, of course, you know, Cody's happy, but Seth is angry. Cody's like, bro, it was a six-man tag. We won. And finally, Seth Ah, shakes his hand. Let's go celebrate in the corners. They go to celebrate in the corners. And Nakamura's just sitting there in his corner, biding his time. Mm -hmm. And old Seth jumps down off the middle rope, and Nakamura Kinshasa lays him out. And so what I think is happening here, what I think is happening is they're going with Seth Rollins versus Nakamura for the world title. Because it doesn't make any sense to do Cody and uh, Seth for the world title, because that's not the title that Cody's trying to go for. But they have to tease that they're heading towards the Seth-Cody match, because it only makes sense that Cody just beat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. He should be going for the world title. But I don't think they want to do that. And so they tease at the beginning of this show. But then they went a different direction at the end. 
to give you a different match. And then presumably next week, like Cody's going to come out to, you know, acknowledge Seth or whatever, and somebody's going to jump him, and then they split off into that feud. So it, they didn't, like, insult your intelligence by going, well, you know, this guy beat Brock, but he's not in line for the world title. It doesn't make any sense. They're they're acting like they're going in that direction, but they're going to give you something else for both guys, which I think is what they're doing, which I'm Slides fine with, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just fast forward all the way till after WrestleMania when Cody wins the belt, but his story is not finished yet. Because unlike his father, who was not able to merge both the NWA World Heavyweight and WWE titles, it will be his time to have to close that circle and then merge both titles to be the true undisputed champion. Well, you know, they could have him win Seth's title and then do a unification match, but... Dude, I'm sick of unification matches. Yeah, It'd be fine if now. you just, like, unified it and that was it. But unifying it and then making a new one? What was the point? Back in a moment, Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? And now you can't afford your mortgage payment. Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Hey airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, speaking of unifying the titles, uh-huh. yesterday... Yeah, I uh, I gave my theory, which I believe that ultimately I'll prove be proven right about one of these days when someone writes a book. My theory is that Cody was supposed to beat Roman at WrestleMania this year, and Vince changed it the day of the show. And uh, and you know people have said, well, you know they uh, they arranged for the creation of that new title, the new belt that Seth now holds, months earlier. So uh, so clearly, what they did was what they were always going to do. And uh, I also do not believe that. I believe that they did create the title months earlier, but what I think was supposed to happen was that Cody was supposed to win the titles, and they were going to get rid of those two belts, and they were going to give him this belt that they created that now Seth is holding. Because if you look at the belt that Seth has, what it is is reminiscent of the old big gold belt. But it is a WWE Championship version of the big gold belt. And I think that that was probably the belt that Cody was going to hold to play off the fact that his father was the NWA champion. He is now the WWE champion. And that would have, you know, I mean, it. none of this, I don't know, man. Because remember when Cody won the Intercontinental title? What did he do? He brought back that old school intercontinental title. Yes, when he the won the belt. Version, the 90s, and yes. so I think that what the plan was here was for him to win those two WWE belts from Roman, and then debut this new title belt, and that would be his WWE Undisputed Championship. But anyway, I don't think we'll know for years because I don't think anyone's going to talk. But someday someone's going to write this story. I think we'll find out that's what happened. Hey, I'm out of here. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave. Mike and Lance Storm running the show tomorrow. I'm sure you guys will do a great job recapping my favorite show. (laughs) And we'll talk to you guys next time. Wrestling Observer Live.